Hi everyone, thank you all for tuning into Cricket for Life. It's your host Afak. So based on my analysis, um, this is going to be a full review of the fourth T20 international played between India and England. So let's begin. So England won the toss and elected to field. Um, the pattern has been same um, throughout the series. So whichever team or captain is winning the toss, they're choosing to field first. And um, Morgan did the same again in the fourth game as well. There were a few changes for India. Uh, Surya Kumar Yadav came in for Ishan Kishan. Rahul Chahar replaced Yuzvendra Chahal. England made no changes. Now, it was a very important game for India as England already had a lead. Uh, if they won this particular game, the series would have been lost for India. And um, they did not begin well with the batting uh, on the f in the fourth game. Um, it happened in all four games including this one and I would like to based on my analysis and stats would like to share a few things here now um, Consider this um, game one opening stand Rahul Dhawan two runs game two Opening stand Rahul Kishan zero game three Rahul Rohit opening stand seven and game four Rahul Rohit opening stand of 21 now, there are two very important aspects to this. One, uh, we all know Rahul, uh, Rahul is going through a terrible form. The second aspect I would think is the brilliance of Archer and Wood in the first power play. They haven't given any freebies. They're bowling really quick. And um, it's it's been really difficult with that, that, that quality of bowling between, uh, you know, with Archer and would uh, firing in now um, with Indian batting um, Rohit was actually the first one to fall off Archer for 12 and uh, in came Surya Kumar Yadav let's call him Sky um, it's, he's already famous with that um, nickname and um, I thought this was a make or break situation for Sky um, I know he had all the talent, the experience of playing domestic cricket. He scored a lot of runs there and have been really consistent. But this is this was not a domestic game. This was an international game. And uh, the stage, the pressure, um, the expectations. And above all, you have Jofra Archer balling at you with a pace of 145+. plus. But um, Sky like Ishan Kishan the other night was flawless to say the least. The very first delivery he faced, he smashed Jofra Archer for a 6 to fine leg. Now what better way to start his um, T20 international career? And uh, I must say every shot he played after that was uh, better, than, better than the previous one. He was fluent and in control throughout the inning. Got out of a wrong empiring decision in the end. We'll definitely touch upon that at the end of this podcast. But nevertheless, he had put in the right foot forward with a brilliant 57 of 31, including six boundaries and three sixes. Um, Rahul again was not able to make any valuable contributions with the bat, scoring just 14 of 17. Tried clearing mid-off, gave a simple catch to Jofra Archer of Ben Stokes. Kohli was undone by the brilliance of Adil Rashid. Kohli had already played four balls before this particular ball and just scored one run. So uh, when I was looking at looking at 
Kohli. I thought he was looking for a release shot at that point, and he normally does that. And I, I, I think Adil Rashid was thinking ahead of him uh, when he tried to come down the track and loft the, uh, the, you know, loft him straight over his head. Rashid had fired in a wrong one, uh, and it spun the other way. Kohli missed it completely, and Butler did the rest. And I thought uh, at that moment India were in um, a spot of bother as the score on the board was only 70 for 3 after 8.4 overs. Now the only uh, way they could have reached a total of 185 uh, of their full quota of 20 overs after losing top 3 uh, within 8.4 overs with just 70 runs on the board was the brilliance of Sky, um, Shreya Iyer. Uh, has been exceptional whenever he got a chance and also Rishabh Pant so very valuable contributions from these three um, made India reach 185 for 8 after 20 overs which was um, definitely a good score on this particular track now um, England chase was shaky um, as Butler got out for 9 and uh, I've got one more important stat uh, for you guys in this particular series Bhuvi, uh, Bhuvaneshwar Kumar has taken Butler twice and both the time in single digit scores and both those uh, innings where Butler got out in single digit scores England lost both those matches so if you look at the significance right uh, when Butler goes out cheaply it definitely has a massive uh, impact on the result of that particular game for England, right? Because we all know the kind of player um, Josh Butler is. Now, Roy, who's, who was yet to notch a half-century in this series, but had uh, been really consistent, uh, played with a uh, with lot of control, a uh, lot of fluency um, to give England good starts in most of the about three out of the four matches they played um, and even on the in, the in this particular game after Butler fell cheaply he continued that uh, form. Uh, one thing I noticed in India's bowling uh, in this fourth game was Hardik Pandya was brilliant with the ball. Um, the change of pace, the slow bounces and the variations he mixed it up so well that he did not give any freebies to um, Roy or David Malan um, and so was the so was Rahul Chahar who came in place of Yuzvendra Chahal now India managed to restrict England to 66 for 3 after 8.5 overs with Butler, Roy and Malan back to pavilion this English team now was in trouble now um if in ordinary scenarios you would think that it might be hard to come out from that situation but um, this is a completely different different team um, they have characters uh, who can turn the game on their own and uh, who better than Ben Stokes to describe character he played an amazing inning of 46 uh, of 23 with four boundaries and three sixes with Johnny Bairstow who scored 25 of 19 with two boundaries and 1-6 and kept England in chase. Till the 16th over, I would say, it was anybody's game. Now, um, let's hear this. The equation was 
kind of very simple England just needed 46 of 24 with 6 wickets in hand Stokes was set Morgan had just come out Sam Curran, Chris Jordan and Joe Farage is still to follow on paper um, you would think that uh, you would back England to chase it down but uh, again we are talking about it on papers but India fought back in the face of Shadul Thaku over 17 he bowled he dismissed both aggressors Stokes and Morgan and gave away only 7 of that particular over 17th over 2 important wickets and just gave 7 runs brilliant I think that was the game changing moment um, of this particular match over number 18 Hadik Pandya followed up with another exceptional over taking wicket of Sam Curran and giving away again only 6 runs now the e equation looked really tough as England needed 33 of 12 balls Bhuvi Bolden Bhuvneshwar Kumar that is Bolden outstanding 19th over and gave one boundary of it last over 20th over 23 of 6 Archer and Jordan at the crease what you guys thought what you guys were thinking what I was thinking <laughs> so there was a roller coaster to follow in the 20th over uh, ball by Shadul Thaku uh, the second and the third ball he balled Archer smashed them for 4 and 6 and then it, he followed it up with 2 more wides now read this equation 10 of 3 but I always thought after watching Shadul Thakur so much in IPL he's an exceptional T20 baller um, he is wayward sometimes but his variations uh, are too hard to pick in the death overs and uh, again he sealed it for India today now um, scoreline 2-2 two, two. Uh, one to play for um, coming Saturday and uh, yeah it was a fabulous game of cricket uh, none of the teams gave uh, an inch to each other um, it was fought till the end of the innings I mean the last over of the innings right now let's talk about the I'm, I'm pretty sure you all might have noticed you all might have an opinion about this now let's talk about this so the umpiring blunders uh, over 13.2 Sankaran to Surya Kumar Yadav um, let's not talk, talk about how important um, that stage or that particular um, time was for India because he was Sky was playing really well till that point now um, Sky tried to sweep uh, Sankaran to fine leg and Devin Malan uh, stooped well to gather uh, a fine effort I would say now on-field umpire gave a soft signal um, as out and referred it to the third umpire because he wasn't sure about it okay that's the first bit over 19.4 Archer to Sundar Washington Sundar tried to use the pace of Archer and play a ram shot to third man and he was basically looking to add some quick runs on the board it went straight to Adil Rashid he did not have to move an inch he took the catch but I felt him he was his his foot were touching the advertising board while he was in contact with the ball okay two different situations two different scenarios 
Now on field umpires, uh, Mr. K. N. Anand Padmanabhan, very long name, and Mr. Nitin Menon give the uh, soft signal as out and sent it upstairs because they were not sure. Now TV umpire Virendra Sharma, after looking at numerous replays, camera angles, and zooming them, magnifying them, whatever you call, but wasn't able to make a decision because of non-conclusive evidence. So it had to go back to on-field umpire's decision of out. I felt the whole process were horrible, horrible process. Now let me ask anyone watching this or listening to this. First, when Mr. Sharma, the TV empire with all the technology, that's the first point, okay? First point, when Mr. Sharma, the TV empire with all the technology was unable to find a conclusive evidence to make a decision, the on-field umpire who were able to see it from the naked eye and make that decision even standing 30 yards away from the deep fine leg fielder, how is that possible? Somebody sitting, sitting with all the technology and all the you know um, resources available for him, but still unable to take a call, and somebody standing on the ground, thirty yards far from where the catch was taken, was able to give a soft signal as out. The second reason, which I think also is important. The on-field umpire have referred the decision to the TV umpire only because they were unsure. But when the TV umpire took a decision because the soft signal was out, I think it was awful. The on-field umpire are referring it to the third umpire and giving it soft signal as out because they are not sure. No, even the TV empire is unable to make a decision because of non-conclusive evidence and he's saying no I, I, I can't find the valid evidence so I'm going back to what the what the on-field empires have given that soft signal is out it is awful I think it is awful IC, ICC needs to scrap this rule of um, soft signal make it simpler on-field empire has just to send it to TV empires when they are unsure without the requir requirement of giving any soft signals. And I'm pretty sure if this is not corrected, we are going to see plenty of more incorrect decisions in the future and a lot of debates about this. What do you guys think? And what are your thoughts on it? Um, so the... Let's come back to the game. Um, let's come back to the series. So the seesaw continues. After four games, the scoreline reads 2-2 um, and one to play for, very important one to play for. And I'm sure both teams are going to give everything in the final game, uh, which is happening this Saturday. And, and I'm definitely looking forward to it and I would bring another review video after the game is concluded and look back at the whole series as well and give my thoughts on it. It has taken me a um, lot of time and effort uh, to complete the analysis and create the content. But I must tell you all that I loved every bit of it. And I hope you all did too. And uh, important, please subscribe, like, share 
and also your valuable comments would encourage me and help me improve um thank you all again for listening guys till the next video bye bye